Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to be hearing from Alex Jones here. Owen Schroyer still in studio, expecting Alex back tomorrow. He's coming up shortly. Wow, we got a loaded transmission. Let me just tell you, Roger Stone, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and more coming up. Just, just quickly, though, let me try to get us caught up on where we're at with the speaker's race. And I think one thing that I'm extremely impressed by, and that is proven to me last night and that's that the anti-McCarthy holdouts they are on message they are unwavering and they are effective I have never seen such effectiveness from what is a small group of Republicans but whether it's a large group small group or anything from the Republican Party not even Donald Trump not even when he was president they are all on message every interview they did last night on message they knew what they wanted to say they knew what they didn't want to say Totally prepared for everything, unwavering and effective. It's a beautiful thing to witness. Now, here's the situation with McCarthy. People ask me, well, well, would the Democrats vote for McCarthy? I think that ship has sailed. They maybe could have pulled that move in one of the first six votes. Now there's no way Republicans would switch and vote for somebody else. The only way McCarthy gets in today is if he did concede all of the the points that the 20 other Republicans wanted, that is yet to be seen. We'll be covering it live. But first, here is Alex Jones. My fellow patriots, not just here in America, but across the world, we are witnessing historic events in early January 2023. Today is January 5th, 2023, and I have it from high-level sources and, and real experts and insiders like Roger Stone, who's coming on to join us live in 15 minutes, that Mr. McCarthy is out as the Republican speaker, and we know who the front runner is. A lot of you already have a good idea, but I'm going to lay this out. Coming up here in a moment, and with Roger Stone and Owen Schroyer. This is a major symbol of a populist uprising and a huge populist rebellion against the globalist. I'm not attacking anybody that supported McCarthy They have their own reasons. MTG is an incredible person with an amazing voting record that the enemies of freedom absolutely hate. She had agreements with McCarthy that he was going to do these great things in this wonderful pro-America agenda. But a lot of other folks don't trust McCarthy, and they see it as a symbol of bringing down the establishment to remove him. So this has really got the globalists scared. They just stole the last two elections. Now they were trying to install McCarthy. You've got Ipatch McCain calling people that don't support McCarthy terrorist? No, representatives of the American people are allowed to vote for speaker who they want. I patch McCain, we all know about the fake Texan that we're talking about. So again, Roger Stone is coming up here in about 15 minutes from now to lay all of this out. Tell everybody you know, tune into the broadcast right now because this is historic and it's very important. Also, the globalists are trying to shut down InfoWars, and we need your support now more than ever. We are right on the edge of shutting down, ladies and gentlemen. But we make it easy to support the broadcast. I want to thank you all for your support. I encourage you now to go to InfoWarsTour.com. And I've got two great reasons for you to go, actually three. 
down and out the amazing sleep aid that is our strongest sleep aid with a high dose of melatonin and other key things like L-tryptophan that gives you good, deep, clean sleep is finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com and for being sold out for more than five months for 40% off. Now, coming up on Monday, we've got to end the sale on Vitamin Mineral Fusion and DNA Force Plus for 50% off because they're very close to selling out. So you can get the great down and out product now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com and keep us on air. And you can also get the amazing Vitamin Mineral Fusion and DNA Force Plus and keep this operation that's so key to the fight against the world order on air. You've come through so many times. We've got a lot of big plans this year to help stabilize the operation, but we need your help right now. So please go now to InfoWarsStore.com. Whatever you do, tell everybody you know and share the live links to InfoWars.com forward slash show and tell them Roger Stone with the Inside Baseball is coming up here in just about 12 minutes. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. It's Thursday, January 5th, 2023. Next segment, Roger Stone is coming on, who's got the sources to lay out the fact that McCarthy is done. And this is a major seismic shift that there is a giant populist awakening to the globalist tyranny and the American people will not be stopped by election fraud and by the FBI and Justice Department spying and intimidating and surveilling the American people. But here's the most important point we all need to be focused on, in my humble opinion, and that's what will the agenda of the new Republican Congress be? Not just controlling the border, not just trying to back off this war with Russia, not just trying to stop the fentanyl flooding out of the devaluation of the currency and incredible inflation. No, those are all just individual issues. How do you stop all of those? You impeach Joe Biden and the impeachment hearings in the House will be a major platform to show his real crimes to America and the world and will result in his removal. It's time to go on the offense. And McCarthy and others have only tenuously said they might have investigations into Twittergate and into the Hunter Biden files and into all the surveillance and censorship of big tech working with the government illegally. They're saying they might look at impeachment. No, we don't look at impeachment. We go for impeachment. That's why I love MTG. She's been calling for impeachment in the new Congress. And I understand why she supported McCarthy. He promised to follow all these great ideas and things that she and others had. But I don't think at the end of the day, McCarthy can be trusted. Regardless of that, this shows the power of the American people and our representatives when we don't back down. We need to end the imperial leadership of the Republican and Democratic Party. We need to bring populism back to America. And Roger Stone and Owen Schroyer are about to lay all of this exclusive information out. And, and, and who is really at the front of the ticket to be the new Speaker of the House? This is such an important moment, not just for America, but for the world. But we've got to, again, inject into this debate around McCarthy right now, the fact that we need pledges from people that are going to vote for this speaker and from who the new speaker is going to be, a black Republican from Florida that we'll be talking about in a moment. He's the front runner. 
that they will go for the impeachment. It's not just their right or our right. It is our duty when someone commits these high crimes and misdemeanors and, and other things right in front of us to remove them. We have him dead to rights. We have Joe Biden, ladies and gentlemen, and the New World Order and their whole system in our sights. So I'm going to hand the baton to Owen. Roger's coming up in the next segment. But finally, I have to add this point. I had to take some time off of my family to refocus and really get closer to God. I'll be back on Saturday doing shows, back on Sunday. Oh, and the crew's been doing a great job. But I just need to remind the listeners that I'm in personal bankruptcy, so is Free Speech Systems. We're in Chapter 11, Subchapter 5, a reorganization. As long as we have enough money to fund our operation and stay on air, they can't shut us down. The appeal process will take three years. But if you don't support us, we'll be taken off the air. And... It's an incredible development that when I leave town, we have the same amount of listeners. Owen's a great host. The other hosts are great as well. But the funds stop coming in. It's just a fact. But I can't kill myself and be here 365 days a week. I normally work seven days a week, 15 hours a day. But I had to spend time with family. Okay, I, I had to reset, and it's been great. I've been hiking, exercising, praying, focusing, researching, spending time with my five-year-old daughter. But I need your support. I don't want to prove to you how serious things are at InfoWars by us downsizing or cutting the other shows or, or, or shutting down InfoWars. So we are that close. But the good news is our underage is only about $230,000 a month for the last six months. Sounds like a lot of money, but for an organization as important as us and as big as we are, that is very easy to do. If you just decide, despite this recession we're in, to go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and get down and out sleep aid, sold out for over five months, strongest sleep aid we've got. It's incredible. It's back in stock. Uh, the sale of Vitamin Mineral Fusion and DNA Force Plus, it's going to end on Monday because it's selling out. Those are 50% off. Take action now. Get great products you need. Get a, a copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World. Get a signed copy. That's a fundraiser. Take action now. I commend you. InfoWars is in your hands. America is in your hands. The world is in your hands. Please keep InfoWars on the air. Go to InfoWarsStore.com to keep this beacon of truth on air. All right, Owen Schroyer is about to take over, and then Roger Stone next segment with the inside baseball, what's really happening with the battle over the speakership, and the inside info is McCarthy's already lost. Stay with us. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Again, Roger Stone coming up, Marjorie Taylor Greene as well. It's been a very news-driven week. My transmissions this week have been very news-driven, and so we're going to have some guests, and I want to take calls today. But let me focus on the issue here before Roger Stone joins us and where I think we're out, where I think we're at with the House Speaker vote coming up shortly. We'll, of course, be monitoring that. Here are the main issues to expand on what Alex was saying. I, I was just taking some notes here. here. Here are the five issues that need to be addressed loudly and aggressively with the Republican leadership in the House. Some are obvious, some maybe not so obvious to our politicians, but we should make it obvious to them. And I think the issue is, for me, I have no faith that Kevin McCarthy would have any real motive, agenda, or desire to take care of any of these issues, quite frankly. So I just had no confidence there. That's how most Republican voters, most Trump supporters, most conservatives felt. And so it was nice to see what we the people feel, what we the people think finally represented, even if it was a minority of 20 Republicans in the House. It felt good, didn't it? It felt right, finally, that we weren't being dictated from the top down from Fox News and Con Inc. and Carl Rove and Dan Crenshaw and Sean Hannity. No, you guys need to join our team. 
Team America, Team We the People. So here are the five issues. Close the border. Stop the war with Russia, which, folks, I'm going to get into a little bit of this today. And I, I could even get some more expansive knowledge if I really want to delve into this. But I think Russia is getting prepared for a major, massive move. I don't, I don't want to say frontal assault, but I think there's a major move coming. And as soon as the freezing temperatures in that region set in and the ground hardens, whatever reason Russia's strategy is, that's when they go in. And it helps them because their troops are rested, their troops are ready, their troops are well-fed. They're used to the cold. They've trained for it. The Ukrainian troops are struggling, folks. The Ukrainian troops are out of food. They're cold. They're desperate. And once that freeze sits in, that's when Russia is going to make its major move. And it looks like they're building up. So quite frankly, geopolitically, it makes more sense for us to side with Russia. Now, we don't have to side with anybody. We can stay neutral and independent on this deal. Russia is going to win this thing. Now, the real issue should be we don't want the U.S. getting involved and we don't want there to be bloodshed. So we'll talk about that. But stopping the war with Russia should be a major issue. Impeaching Biden, investigating Biden, that just has to happen. And this one is a little tough, you know. You don't want to see, I don't want to see, this issue where every president now gets impeached and gets investigated because that's just the new par for the course, thanks to what the Democrats did to Trump, an innocent man. But we are here today. Biden deserves to be investigated and impeached. Absolutely. So that's going to be key. And then, of course, you need probes. You need investigations launched into Twitter gate, Fauci gate, vaccine gate. That has to happen. That's a big one. That might be one of the lesser odds of these issues being addressed, but that should be one of them. And then the fifth and final one, which of course just has to happen if anything's going to matter, something must be done about our elections. Something must be done to return confidence to our elections. Something must be done to restore faith in our elections. Something must be done so that the American people have any confidence or faith that when they go vote, the correct result is being represented. I'm not so sure that is how America feels right now. When we come back, it's Roger Stone, but I'll tell you this. Unless Kevin McCarthy conceded all of these different issues, including that he could be overthrown with just one individual, which he hated the most, that scared him, I don't think McCarthy gets in today. But there's rumors out there that he did concede. So we shall see. Now, would the Democrats vote for McCarthy? I think that ship has sailed. And if that happened now, Republicans would switch their vote so McCarthy still wouldn't get the majority. Roger Stone coming up. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. 
Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right, we're getting ready for Speaker of the House vote number seven. Lucky number seven, perhaps. And Roger Stone joins us now to give us some of the inside baseball. Roger, where do you want to begin? Do you want to begin with the last six votes and what led to Kevin McCarthy's double platinum sombrero? Or do you want to start with what you're expecting to see today based off what you heard from last night? Roger Stone. Well, first of all, I want Happy New Year. Great to be back with you. Uh, Great looking sports jacket you got going there. Apparently not good and, enough, huh? Well, come on. You can't be on every year. You can't be on every <laughs> It's year. all right, Roger. You know I still love you. There's, there's always next year, my friend. <laughs> I'll work hard for it. Uh, you always do. You always look good. Uh, so, uh, first of all, we're witnessing history. I mean, it really is extraordinary. I, I'm kind of amused by the pearl clutching uh, of the ruling class saying, oh, What an embarrassment for the Republicans. No, this is what democracy in a democratic republic actually looks like. What would be pathetic are secret behind the scenes backroom deals cut with special interest money so that the people never actually see what's going on in their government. So I think it's a very healthy exercise, first of all. Secondarily, it also uh, has demonstrated Uh, that uh, Kevin McCarthy now going for the sixth ballot simply doesn't have the votes. I mean, stick a fork in him. He's he's done. Uh, I think that's abundantly clear. So the only question now is, who is it uh, that they rally behind? So so let me just Uh, let me just ask you this quickly. So is does McCarthy have any votes? Is McCarthy going to be nominated again today? Well, it appears to me uh, that he is now seeking to make a secret backroom deal with Hakeem Jeffries, Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats. Uh, Two weeks ago, of course, he said he would never do this. uh, So he's caught in another lie. Remember, the Democrats could help him get elected simply by having enough of them vote present, which is essentially abstaining to lower the total number of votes that McCarthy uh, would require uh, to win. Um, And uh, he's perfectly capable of doing this because 
uh, as Matt Gates said yesterday, he has no ideology. He's not a conservative. Uh, he's about money and power. Uh, and uh, had he responded more specifically to the five points raised by the Freedom Caucus in a formal letter to him last uh, Sunday, uh, I think he might be speaker right now. But uh, let me give you the most important example. Since 1837, one member uh, could always make a privileged motion to vacate the chair. In other words, to challenge the speakership of whoever the speaker was. So if the speaker did something egregious, for example, uh, supporting a $45 million check for Ukraine, for example, uh, then any member, one member, could move to vacate the chair and there'd be a vote of the full house so that a speaker could be toppled. And McCarthy really Nancy, did not like that. That was one of his big bugaboos. Well, Nancy Pelosi changed the rule to be uh, that such a motion was no longer privileged. It had to be endorsed by uh, one of the party caucuses, which means a majority uh, in, in uh, the case of Nancy Pelosi. That was clearly never going to happen. Uh, the Freedom Caucus demanded a return to the pre-Pelosi rule of one member, uh, and Kevin McCarthy counter-proposed that it had to be five. Had he agreed to one, I think he might be speaker today. Secondarily, we saw McCarthy go into various primaries and caucuses uh, and use uh, uh, party money, leadership money, National Republican Congressional Committee money to mow down uh, America first patriot candidates like Laura Loomer, like Joe Kent and others. Uh, and uh, they wanted a pledge from him that he would not do that in the future. He didn't even address that in his response to the insurgents. So uh, Kevin McCarthy has made his own bed. Uh, and um, I think when they convene shortly, I guess it's any minute now, Yep, he's still not going to have the votes. Uh, my guess is that he will continue to slowly lose votes until the dam is actually broken. And to go back on that issue of the Democrats trying to help McCarthy in this, I, I think that ship has sailed. I think maybe there could have been a window of opportunity there in the first six votes where McCarthy's you know, 200 supporters give or take a couple, would have continued to vote for him despite the Democrats changing the threshold, I think that ship sailed. I think if the Democrats try to do that now, Republican votes will match and either not vote McCarthy or abstain themselves. Would you agree with that? I think it remains to be seen. One of the things we have to recognize is that McCarthy's votes are bought and paid for. In other words, he bought those votes with campaign contributions in the last cycle. Maybe some of that so, FTX money. Uh, I think that's actually a key issue here. If I were Matt Gates, who I think, by the way, has done a brilliant uh, and gutsy job with this whole thing, one of the questions I would pose on the floor to him is explain to us um, why you took this FTX money and how you used it. Uh, I, I think it should it should be uh, absolutely key. But the other thing we see here is that in uh, uh, in our democracy, uh, the movement that you and I belong to, the America First movement, uh, it is it is not owned by Donald Trump. Donald Trump came out with a full-throated endorsement 
of of uh, Minority Leader McCarthy after he had already lost one day of balloting, uh, and uh, it had no effect whatsoever. Yeah. Now there was one other absolutely key development uh, here, Owen, that should be noted, and that is initially for lack of a candidate. Matt Gates put the name of Jim Jordan up uh, and put it into nomination. And though although Jordan rose and spoke and urged his colleagues to vote for McCarthy, it is very notable that he did not withdraw his name from contention. So he really didn't undercut uh, the insurgents uh, as he could have. And then the switch from Jim Jordan who simply does not want to be speaker. I mean, he's really interested in heading the investigations into Joe and Hunter and the FBI and so on. Uh, the move to Byron Donalds uh, of Florida is nothing short of brilliant. Donalds is a hardcore America first conservative. He's not an establishment Republican. He was not the candidate of the establishment when he won that seat. Uh, secondarily, he's an African-American, which would give the party a great opportunity to return to our roots as the party of Lincoln. Uh, Byron Donalds, particularly since the Democrats have chosen Hakeem Jeffries as their uh, minority leader, would be a spectacular speaker. This was a stroke of genius. Uh, and clearly, Byron Donalds himself is on board because he voted for himself uh, in the last round. That's Roger Stone. We got a short break here. We'll be right back with more. And, you know, I, I want to talk about one narrative I'm hearing out there. They say, well, you know, don't worry about McCarthy. This isn't a policy position. Well, if it wasn't a policy position, then why are you so desperate to get Kevin McCarthy in there? It might not be a policy position by definition, but please, for all practical purposes, policies somehow, some way will eventually come through the speaker. We hear it over and over again from everybody. Why doesn't somebody do something? Why doesn't somebody expose the new world order? Why doesn't somebody take action against the Great Reset and Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab? Well, guess what? We're doing it. This audience, that means you, the viewers, with our broadcast and our guest, are the number one enemy of the globalist. We've been the most effective at taking it to them. But ladies and gentlemen, if we don't have funds, we can't stay on air. And we have a shortfall the last six months of at least $200,000 a month. We are going into the hole. We'll not be able to stay on the air if you don't support. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get great products today. Sign up for AutoShip, an additional 10% off. But you can also just make straight donations right there at the big red banner at the top of InfoWarsStore.com or InfoWars.com. A $10 or $20, $100. You can do recurring donations. Cancel any time. Just please commit to keep us on the air. And I thank you for your past support. And I thank you for your future support. Now go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. You found it, the tip of the spear. It is The Alex Jones Show with Owen Troyer. Well, if there was any doubt if the Freedom Caucus and McCarthy holdouts were going to be committing to Byron Donalds, I think that doubt has now been removed. Dan Bishop just finished an incredible speech in front of the House Assembly just a moment ago. Truly incredible. They're about to begin the votes, and now they just have the votes are coming in right now. We'll be monitoring this. 
Roger, you said something in the last segment that really stuck out to me because it's exactly how I felt, and I'd like you to expand on this. You put it, the pearl clutching from the establishment is very apparent. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but basically there was, a, there was a sense that it was Kevin McCarthy that was the establishment's pick. It was the establishment, Republicans, Uniparty saying, hey, we pick McCarthy, that's how it goes. We run the show here. You, the people that vote for us, you mean nothing in this process. Get out of our way. Well, that is not how these Freedom Caucus members felt, and they were able to hold out and get it done. So then what we saw? We saw all the mainstream conservative news freaking out, Dan Crenshaw insulting people, even the New York Post insulting the Republicans with the Ukraine flag on their headline there, too, because they love Ukraine so much. So kind of expand on that a little bit. What's this pearl-clutching phenomenon to you that you're witnessing in the rejection of Kevin McCarthy? Uh, it's very interesting. It's like they all work off of the same talking points. So if you go on Twitter, which I, I am now able to do, by the way, you can follow me at Roger J. Stone Jr. Uh, if you're one of those conservatives who isn't still banned on uh, 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 on Twitter. Uh, if you see the talking points from all the House members, it is uh, attacks on Matt Gates and his colleagues. They're egomaniacs. This is all about their ego. This is egotism. This is this is it has nothing to do with their egos. It has to do with fundamental principles. Uh, secondarily, uh, is this uh, notion talk about arrogance? McCarthy moved into the speaker's office without ever having been elected speaker. So there was a presumption there, an arrogance that is outrageous. And as I said earlier. No, this isn't embarrassing to the Republican Party. What this shows is that we have a party committed to a free, open, democratic process. Uh, we don't make our deals behind closed doors like the Democrats do. Uh, and it's absolutely clear to me uh, that um, with the, the anti-McCarthy vote now coalescing behind Byron Donald's, um, that Donalds has a real prospect to become speaker. Uh, momentum is very important in these matters. When they choose to adjourn becomes very important. Uh, they adjourned yesterday, so you know, behind the scenes, furiously, there were talks going on last night, but based on my best information, they have afforded nothing because uh, kind of like Stonewall Jackson, there stands Matt Gates like a stone wall. He's not going to switch. Uh, he and his colleagues are not going to quit. They're not going to fade. So there's now at this point only one way that Kevin McCarthy uh, and the FTX crowd around him uh, can grab the speaker's office. Uh, and that is with the complicity of Nancy Pelosi, Hakeem Jeffries and the Democrats. Whether that can still be done, I don't know. I'm not in uh, regular touch with those people, uh, but anything is possible. Uh, if McCarthy steals his speakership that way, well, then you can kiss any investigation into the illegal activities of Joe and Hunter Biden goodbye. You can kiss, kiss any investigation into uh, Dr. Fauci and the lies we've been told about the safety and the effectiveness of the COVID-19 vaccination, goodbye. You can kiss any investigation into the abuses by the FBI, uh, goodbye. Uh, and you will have the status quo. You'll have exactly what you have now, with one exception. 
we'll probably send another 25, 30, maybe even 45 billion to Ukraine. Oh, and there's 370,000 homeless veterans in this country. Yep. Shipping yep. more money to Ukraine is just unconscionable. Yep. But we all saw Kevin McCarthy sporting the Ukrainian flag pocket square. Oh, sure. That would definitely you knocked off my best and worst dress list, as <laughs> well as the Ukrainian flag lapel pin. So I would say Kevin McCarthy is Ukraine first, wouldn't you? Well, he certainly, as you said, likes the Ukrainian colors there in his uh, lapel pin and his pocket square. Uh, a bad look for for me as an American. I don't want to go to war with Russia. I don't think there's any victory for America there. The only victory would be stopping war. But uh, early returns, quickly, early returns are in, and it's obviously too early to say right now with McCarthy, 28 votes, Jeffrey's 23 and others four, but early returns to me say McCarthy's not going to get it again. I mean, all you need is 20 other votes. And as long as no Democrats abstain from their vote, that's not going to change the threshold. So I don't see this changing again. I mean, Roger, this is embarrassing, quite frankly, not for Matt Gates, but for Kevin McCarthy. He's about to go 0 for 7. I mean, how do you even like, what do you, you've had, this is your third day now. If you're Kevin McCarthy, nothing has changed. You didn't concede what you needed to to get in. I'm not even sure it would have mattered this late in the game. The 20 holdouts, they're not changing their mind. They've committed now to Donald's. Looks like he's ready for the role. So, so what is this? Is it just the, they're just trying to force their will upon us? Is, is that what this is? It's a war of uh, futility? Like they're just going to force their will on us and, and just keep voting until we give in? I don't see that working. No, I, I, we, have, we have very definitely have a Mexican standoff here. Uh, When I spoke to Alex Jones this morning and he asked me to join you, he made a very, very key point, uh, which is the fact that President Trump endorsed McCarthy and that it didn't move any votes. In fact, it actually, uh, the rebels actually gained very slightly, shows that the movement is bigger than any one person. Now, I I must tell you, I cannot explain the president's support for McCarthy. Uh, I've talked to him about it. Uh, I'm not going to get into the specifics of that conversation. But to me, I, I don't understand why he objects to Mitch McConnell, but likes Kevin McCarthy. Their legislative records are absolutely identical. The only difference is that McCarthy's comments uh, after January 6th were even more damaging to the president the, than Mitch McConnell's comments. Which he, uh, which McCarthy, he by the way, gave behind a face mask because he loved his face mask so much. Yeah, exactly. So um, it, it is. Uh, it shows that the that the movement uh, is mature. Uh, no, Matt Gates uh, and the insurgents are not doing this uh, for personal glory. Uh, they're not doing it because they're egomaniacs, as some want to say. But then there are a lot of questions about others. So uh, it, it, what's interesting to me is, for example, Congresswoman Kat Kamak from uh, from near Jacksonville, Florida voting for Kevin McCarthy. Uh, disgraceful. Uh, I have to give my hats off. I'm I'm not a fan of Anna Polina Luna, the new congresswoman from Tampa. I've made that pretty clear. But to her credit, she has stood up on this and voted with the insurgents. So uh, kudos to her. I mean, one vote does not a career make, uh, but I'm pleasantly surprised and I give her credit where credit is due. Uh, But then there are others like Congressman Corey Mills, 
who I like very much, who I think is a real future leader for the conservative movement, uh, probably a future U.S. senator or a future governor of Florida. But sadly, uh, he's voting uh, again with Kevin McCarthy. Thomas Massey, uh, there's a guy I really like, uh, a, a tr truly a free thinker, probably the leading libertarian in the House, but again, voting for Kevin McCarthy. So there are some very real disappointments uh, uh, here, uh, Owen. Well, and let's see who are the first ones to fall off that McCarthy bandwagon. And if they jump on the Donald's bandwagon, which it seems the Freedom Caucus is committed to based off what we've heard today. So when we come back with Roger Stone, we're going to talk about who could be the future Speaker of the House. We'll give you the updated votes when we come back from this short break as well. And I want to figure out from Roger Stone, where did Matt Gates? get this political brilliance from is someone advising him is he doing it all on his own i think it's genius we'll get roger stone's take on that and the future speaker when we come there back there's a war on for your mind your mind is a battlefield this is an information war Infowars popularized those terms more than two decades ago and today whether it's donald trump or governor DeSantis or dr robert malone they're all using the terms that InfoWars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally, nonviolently, politically, punching the New World Order in the nose, punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the New World Order. We're going over the top. But right now is a critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. Donate now. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's still early, but from where it stands right now, it appears nothing has changed. And the results look like they're going to be the exact same or eerily similar to the first six votes. And so truly just a, a, a battle of futility, a war of attrition, perhaps, as McCarthy just keeps throwing his hat in the ring and keeps losing. I, I don't know. I don't know what you call 0 for 7 with seven strikeouts, the uranium sombrero, a triple platinum sombrero. I mean, this is really I mean, if you're Kevin McCarthy, 
I don't know how you're just not completely embarrassed right now, quite frankly. I, I mean, after the first two days, but then you do it for a third day, you never had the votes. Clearly, you never had the votes. And, and now we're going to know it for a seventh time, it appears. Okay, so maybe we'll get another 20 votes for Donald this go around. I suppose that he's the secondary leader in the clubhouse for the Republican nomination, Roger. Let me, let me point two things out here and, and get your take on this with your political expertise. You know, Florida now, to me, represents where Republican policy needs to come from. It is now clearly the reddest state in the union. It's leading the way with policy and economics, even more than Texas. Ron DeSantis is the gold standard, I think, for a lot of people. You, you, you disagree. I know that. But I think a lot of people look at that. Byron Donald's from Florida. Matt Gates from Florida. Is this kind of a Florida emerging as the new leader of the GOP with its representatives? And do you see Byron Donald's becoming the favorite after McCarthy loses for a seventh straight time? Uh, first of all, I'm not sure where you're getting that feed from, but it's just interesting that they listed as others, although based on my information, everybody who hasn't voted for either McCarthy uh, or Jeffries has voted for Donald's. This is a willful attempt by someone in the media not to give him uh, you know, any uh, momentum. I do think that he will very shortly be the front runner for speaker. Uh, there is always the possibility, of course, that somebody could put the name of Donald J. Trump uh, into a nomination uh, on a future ballot. Uh, Lauren Boebert, who I think held her own with my friend uh, Sean Hannity last night in a very fiery exchange between the two of them, said that she's thinking about nominating the president. Perhaps that could be the act uh, which opens uh, the logjam. I do have to address uh, something you said uh, uh, Governor DeSantis had his inauguration uh, this week. It was uh, uh, he gave an excellent speech. But in the front row, somebody who wasn't at his previous inauguration, former Governor Jeb Bush. Uh, we learned recently that the Broward County School System has adopted a curriculum that includes CRT for our public school children in violation of the governor's executive order. Uh, Broward General Hospital is now insisting on masks once again for their unvaccinated uh, uh, employees, including uh, uh, emergency room nurses uh, in violation of the governor's uh, order. Uh, and yes, I love the idea that Governor DeSantis has gone to the state Supreme Court to ask them to convene a grand jury to investigate whether Floridians were misled over the safety and effectiveness of the COVID-19 vaccinations. But Governor DeSantis signed a law giving the manufacturers and those who promoted it complete legal immunity. So that's what is known as a head fake uh, in public. Nobody will be held accountable. It's a political move. So uh, I have my reservations. Uh, and hey, look, everybody knows that I'm supporting Donald Trump in 2024. I hope that Ron DeSantis will stay in Florida. I hope he will keep his commitment on masks, uh, on uh, on CRT and and gender and sex lies being uh, forced on our school children. Over the Christmas season, we had these drag queen shows being open to children again. Yep. Uh, again, yep. the governor pledged that that would not happen. Uh, and he's written some strong letters uh to those who uh, sponsored those shows, but strong letters are not a substitute for action. I'd like him to stay here and do the job, prove his conservative bona fides, 
rather than just his ability to grab a headline. Uh, and then perhaps down the road, he could be a Republican candidate for president. So getting back to the House speaker vote again, folks, it's it's not finished yet, but it looks like it's going to be the exact same result here. And McCarthy is going to fail for a seventh straight time. Oh, for seven. He never had the votes once. He lied when he said he did. But the brilliance of Matt Gates, you know, Roger, this was something that uh, really became present and clear to me right after New Year's. And then when he really dug in and committed to his anti-McCarthy stance, in spite of all of the threats and the hemming and the hawing and the insults, he stand he stood firm. A lot of people wouldn't have had not just the commitment to do that, but quite frankly, the political brilliance. He clearly had the foresight to know that he was going to be victorious in this standoff, unlike Kevin McCarthy. Where is Matt Gates getting advice, uh, advice from, or is he moving all on his own? To me, the political brilliance from Matt Gates truly put on display in the last five days. Uh, look, Matt Gates is a very, very smart guy. He served in the Florida State House before coming to the Congress. He knows how to uh, count votes. He also knows from the beginning he knew what his hand was here. Now, I've had my differences with Matt Gates, very specifically when he, out of nowhere, started attacking Alex Jones a couple of years ago. Never really understood that. Uh, didn't like it. Uh, but my hat's off to him. I like Matt Gates. I still consider him a friend of mine, despite our sometimes differences. But he has conducted himself extraordinarily well uh, in this entire uh, uh, controversy. He is his own man. Uh, he is a legislative uh, genius. In other words, he knows the rules. He understands the media cycle. Uh, I was sorry to see uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, abandon the insurgents uh, and jump on board with Kevin McCarthy. Perhaps she wants to come on InfoWars and explain why she's done that. Uh, but uh, Gates has been brilliant. Uh, and this clip you have up now, this is a perfect example of Matt Gates understanding the media trolling uh, Kevin McCarthy over the fact that McCarthy decided to go squat, uh, you know, in the speaker's office when he hasn't been elected speaker, writing a letter to the architect of the Capitol demanding that McCarthy be removed. Uh, this is genius because Gates understands not only the legislative process, the politics behind all of this. Uh, uh, Gates, for example, I'm sure anticipated being undercut or the attempt to undercut him with a statement uh, by President Donald Trump. Uh, and his response was perfect, that Trump's statement did not change Gates' opinion of either McCarthy or Donald Trump. Now let's move on. Uh, and it has not moved any votes. And I think that that is key. I still do not rule out the possibility uh, that Trump could be prevailed upon to become speaker himself. As you know, uh, one does not have to be a member of the House to be elected speaker. Uh, any American who is uh, an adult uh, is uh, is legally eligible to serve as speaker. Uh, and um, I still wouldn't rule out the possibility that putting forward the name of Donald Trump is what could break this logjam. I'm not predicting it, uh, but I am saying it should not be ruled out. Um, I was uh, just told on a text message that the president would not rule out serving uh, if the party should decide in the House that that's what they wanted, meaning if his name was put in nomination, he would 
not send word to the Congress to remove his name. So um, as Donald Trump would say, let's see what happens. And I believe it was early in the evening yesterday, Donald Trump released a statement basically saying it's time to support Donald's instead of McCarthy. I don't I don't have that in front of me right now. So it was interesting. I, that turns out to be a, a, a to be a fake news. OK, I think all right, that yeah, was, thank you for clarifying that. I was going to say I didn't have the statement in front of me, but, you know, here's what's here's what's interesting about this, though. I'm not surprised that Mike Pence doesn't move the needle at all. I'm not surprised that Sean Hannity doesn't move the needle at all. I'm not surprised that Dan Crenshaw doesn't move the needle at all. But with Trump, it's a little different. It is a little surprising. And there's this line from uh, the classic movie Basketball where they say, uh, the Oakland Raiders moved from Oakland to Los Angeles back to Oakland and nobody noticed. It was kind of like that with Trump. It was like Trump re reinvested his support for Kevin McCarthy for speaker and nobody noticed. I mean, it really didn't move the needle. I, I like Donald Trump. He's still the guy I want to support in 2024. But to me, it's a good sign that the movement is bigger than Trump. And there's other people in the movement that realize how important this speaker spot is. And getting the right guy in there is more important than getting the guy in there that the people that run the party want. You know, the supreme irony here, of course, is that the insurgents are holding out against McCarthy because they are committed to the Trump agenda. Uh, th- there's the irony in itself. So the the uh, the so-called uh, rebels, the insurgents, they're more Trump than Trump when it comes to their uh, agenda yeah. for America. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Roger Stone is with us. I know he's good for at least another segment, uh, perhaps two. Again, ladies and gentlemen, the votes are coming in. I, I don't. I think we're going to have the exact same result as the last time. McCarthy is going to be short again. I think Donalds is going to receive 20, maybe even 21 votes this time around. Short break. We'll be right back with Roger Stone. You want to beat the New World Order? You want to stop their globalist agenda? Well, so do I. And I've been the most effective individual in the fight against the globalist. And I've got their number and I know how to bring them down. But ladies and gentlemen, I can't do it without your support. And the good news is we're only under about $200,000 a month. The bad news is the enemy is intensifying their attacks on every front, but I'm not going to back down. And I'll never give up, but I could give out. So please keep me on the field. Keep me on the front lines against the enemy while getting great products at the same time that will empower you and your family. InfoWarsStore.com for the best supplements and more, or just make a straight donation, big red banner at the top of InfoWarsStore.com, and that way all the money goes towards the fight, not part of it going towards product cost. But I thank you all for your support. Please commit now to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get great products and make donations. I thank you for your support. Now take action. The globalists are counting on you not taking action. Monitoring the vote for Speaker of the House here with Roger Stone on the Alex Jones show. And, you know, quickly, it's funny. It looks like Biden is going to sneak down to the border for the first time as president while the distraction of this vote is going on. How convenient. I'm still not sure he's going to go, but the Bi- Biden has said he's going to go visit the border. Of course, he's going to do it now while Republicans are busy with the speaker vote and America's distracted with the speaker vote. He's going to sneak down to the border and hope nobody notices the crisis down there, and he already gave a speech on it today with Kamala. It was just typical Biden embarrassment. But, you know, Roger, again, I'm just I'm just at a loss here. If I am trying to buy, let's say I'm trying to buy a house, and I'm talking to the bank to get a bank loan, and they say, okay, here's the deal. You want to get the house for 
whatever, a million dollars, and you're going to put 50,000 down. We need you to put 50,000 down on this house. And I say, okay, 50,000 down. I've got it. I'll see you guys on Monday. And then you show up on Monday and you have 40,000. And the guy says, well, I said 50,000. You go, oh, okay, well, let me be right back. You come back a second time, still 40,000. Number still 50. Third time, come back, still 40,000. Number still 50. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I was confused. I'll come back the next day with your 50. Come back the next day, same thing, three times over. You still got 40, they still need 50. And then you come back a third day with 40 needing 50. I mean, the immaturity, the entitlement, the, the arrogance. I mean, how do you even measure this from Kevin McCarthy on day three now? Well, first of all, I think you have to recognize that Kevin McCarthy has uh, been angling for this position for some time. Uh, he was it was in contention uh, when uh, the Republicans had the majority last time. He lost when an extramarital affair between him and another member of the House, female member of the House, um, was publicly revealed. Uh, and that's really how we got uh, Paul Ryan. People have forgotten that. Uh, Kevin McCarthy used party money, specifically National Republican Congressional Committee, to elbow out real America first Trump loyalist candidates like Laura Loomer, uh, Joe Kent, uh, J.R. Majewski uh, and others uh, to uh, have a smaller majority. If you go back and look at a number of the shows I did with Alex Jones, I have predicted this exact moment. What I said was, if the Republicans won a large majority, the so-called red wave that turned into a pink drizzle, um, that McCarthy would be speaker right now by a wide margin. Uh, And that is the case. It is only because the elections were much, much closer than we expected that we're uh, in this exact situation. So so in other Uh, words, the Republican establishment cut off its nose to spite its face, and now they're not going to get their guy in there. It appears that way. And actually, I think where McCarthy's greatest single error from the beginning has been his admission that he would not, as speaker, entertain a motion uh, for the impeachment of Joe Biden. You will remember uh, long before any of us thought that it would get any political currency, Al Green from Texas, who I liked much better when he was singing Love and Happiness than I liked as a member of Congress. Uh, Al Green introduced, uh, and the House allowed him to put forward, articles of impeachment for Donald Trump, despite a lack of any evidence of any impeachable offense. In the case of Joe Biden, Kevin McCarthy has already said, as Speaker, he would not allow the introduction of articles of impeachment. Now, liberals... Uh, say, well, uh, on what grounds? I'll give you the grounds. 10% for the big guy. There it is in writing from his son. Hard evidence uh, of corruption uh, and taking money from foreign countries while he was a sitting vice president. More than enough evidence for impeachment. Even if the Republicans don't believe they could get two thirds in the Senate, just as Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff knew that they were never going to get two-thirds in the Senate. It is essential that the House Republicans move articles of impeachment and begin hearings. Uh, And one of the first people need to be called in that hearing is right there in the picture, Hunter Biden and his father, Joe. The, The House Democrats had no problem sending a subpoena to Donald Trump, 
Will the House Republicans, under a, a McCarthy speakership, send yeah, but, a but subpoena? Roger, to don't Biden? you remember? Don Jr. was selling art for like a quarter million dollars to get political. Oh, I'm sorry. That was Hunter. I, I'm confused. That was Hunter Biden selling his art for political favors. We'll be right back. One more. You found it. The tip of the spear. It is The Alex Jones Show with Owen Troyer. So it's pretty much official now. McCarthy is not going to win. He's now going to go 0 for 7. Uh, the triple platinum sombrero, the uranium sombrero. I- I'm not sure. This is new unprecedented territory here. The only thing that could potentially happen is Democrats trying to lower the threshold with the rest of their votes hoping maybe it's enough to get Jeffries over the line, but I don't think that's going to happen this go-around. And so I think we're going to have the same result we had in the sixth vote, maybe an extra two votes for Donald. Roger Stone with us for one more segment. So where do we go from here, Roger? Do we do this act of futility one more time? Do we do it for an eighth time, a ninth time? What about the rest of these Republicans that continue to vote for McCarthy? I mean, how many times do they have to see him lose before they change their mind? What do you think comes next, Roger Stone? Uh, First of all, Owen, I think the pressure on uh, Kevin McCarthy right now from those um, who realize just by counting votes that he cannot possibly make it, but are being held uh, to their commitment to him has to be uh, absolutely uh, enormous. Uh, Let's knock down one important piece of disinformation coming from uh, uh, Congressman Crenshaw, basically Jeb Bush with an eye patch. Um, There is no prospect here whatsoever, no scenario under which Hakeem Jeffries or Nancy Pelosi uh, is going to become speaker. So that that bugaboo is completely false because there's always a a Republican majority uh, and any effort to make a deal with Hakeem Jeffries, I think would be uh, would cost uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy votes. So here's the problem in, in terms of what McCarthy is trying to do, even as we speak. He'd like to hold his 200 some odd votes uh, and get enough Democrats uh, to abstain that the total number of votes that he requires to become speaker drops. But if he makes that deal and it is apparent he will begin to hemorrhage votes from his basic 200. In other words, there is no one in the Republican caucus who wants to cede uh, subpoena power to the House Democrats. Uh, And the Democrats have made their demands pretty clear, and they are all uh, unacceptable. So um, he is really a man in a bind. Uh, Instead of calling Matt Gates an egomaniac, let's be clear about who the real egomaniac here. Kevin McCarthy cannot face up to the fact that a majority of House Republicans do not want him to be speaker and will not vote for him for speaker. Maybe he will rethink um, sporting around the floor wearing the Ukrainian flag pin uh, and the Ukrainian uh, pocket square, uh, a, a major faux pas, in my opinion. If you look at those in the House who voted against the $100 billion for Ukraine, and then cross-reference them with those who are voting against McCarthy today, there's an amazing commonality, uh, Owen. 
And so, again, it's just the same thing. Is he going to do this for an eighth straight time? He never had the votes. He was walking around the Capitol in November and December answering questions from reporters. That's McCarthy saying, no, I have the votes. And they'd respond and they say, well, Gates says you don't have the votes. And McCarthy called Gates a liar. So, I mean, it's McCarthy who's been eating crow. It's McCarthy who has egg on his face. I'm not sure what he's done to deserve this vote, uh, this speaker position to begin with. But clearly he hasn't done enough and he's not going to get it. So what do you think comes next? Do we have an eighth time where McCarthy has to take the L? Is he going to still continue to say, I need to do this? I mean, what is the honorable thing for him to do? It's to step aside and say, it's not going to be me, right? Yeah, I mean, at this point, he would be wise to agree to the election of Byron Donalds uh, and let this go. But he's not going to do that because his lobbyist buddies, uh, who from whom he has taken multi-millions, not to mention the FTX money, which he has yet to answer for, um, won't allow it. I mean, they bought a speaker. They want the speaker that they bought and paid for. So uh, in the end, at the end of the day, he is not the master of his own fate. I talked to two members of the House this morning by phone, and they both told me the same thing, which is what he has done in response to all this is to ratchet up the personal threats. I will destroy you. Me and my lobbyist buddies and our millions of dollars uh, in campaign contributions are coming at you in Republican primaries. You want to run a Republican primary in the panhandle against Matt Gates? Be my guest. He will crush you. If you go down that list, Paul Gosar, for example, you're not going to defeat Paul Gosar in a Republican primary. It doesn't matter how much special interest money you throw at it. Uh, There's no member voting with the insurgents who is vulnerable in a primary. In fact, the principled stand that they've taken in this contest actually fortifies them uh, from being challenged in a primary. Completely agree. Completely agree with that. No popular grassroots support for Kevin McCarthy. None whatsoever. He has presided over the systematic destruction of the California Republican primary. Why have we lost so many House seats in California under the leadership uh, of of, uh, of Kevin McCarthy? Uh, there are races there we should never, ever have lost uh, in, in the Golden State. So, uh, it, look, it's over for this guy. Stick a fork in him. He's done. But no, to answer your question directly, Owen, he will stretch this out as long as he as he possibly can, because it's not his decision His the lobbyists who pull his strings. The people who lined his coffers and told him to go out and help destroy MAGA candidates like Laura Loomer and Joe Kent and J.R. Majewski uh, and others, uh, Mike Crispy, uh, those uh, those people uh, are uh, calling the shots and they have a heavy investment in Kevin McCarthy. They want what they paid for, but it's apparent to me they're not going to get it. Well, and here's here's another facet of this that's, I think, just great to witness. And that's, I've heard this from Dan Bishop. I've heard this from Scott Perry. I, I've heard it more or less from Lauren Boebert and Matt Gates and Bob Good. And they say, look, they get asked the questions, you know, do you think this is hurting your political career? What about re-election? What about you getting money from McCarthy? What about you getting support from us in the media like Fox News? And they've all had a very similar response. Again, I've been really impressed with them being on message. I, I've never seen such unity, even if, from a small number of Republicans. They've been very um, enjoyable to watch this. And that's they're saying, look, I've already got elected to come here and do a job. I didn't get elected to run for re-election. I'm not worried about getting 
money for my next campaign. I'm not worried about the next primaries. I was elected to do a job here. That's what we're here to do. What a refreshing message from these Republicans holding out uh, strongly against Kevin McCarthy. I'm very, that is something I haven't heard from a politician ever. Yeah, it is really quite extraordinary. As I said earlier, uh, I think every one of those of those who are voting uh, against Kevin McCarthy are actually now fortified in their position in their districts. There, there is no grassroots Republican primary voter support for Kevin McCarthy. Uh, if you look at the polls, and you know we we become poll crazy. And as I've said on your show and on Alex's show, any poll is a snapshot in time. But in all of the polls, it is not coincidental that that Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell are the by far, far less popular uh, than any other figure in the Republican Party. Uh, And uh, you'll see mixed poll results uh, on Donald Trump and on Ron DeSantis. But read the fine print uh, and you'll see that among primary voters, uh, Trump still is in very, very strong, even a commanding position. There is no public support for Kevin McCarthy uh, or yep. for Mitch McConnell. Uh, you know, it is one of the great ironies and the shames, uh, Owen, that our shows, The War Room, the original War Room, the one I was proud to be the co-host of for a number of years, and my show, Stone Zone, are both on at 5 o'clock Eastern. You can go to stonezone.live if you want to see me. Uh, you can go to The War Room if you want to see Owen. Whichever one of us you do watch, you can watch the other one on rerun uh, the next day or by going to band.video. Uh, but maybe Alex will offer me my old job back and I'll be in the second saddle there at the war room. Who knows? Roger Stone throwing the weight around today. God love you, Roger. Get great stuff as always. We'll be monitoring this. And you know what I love about Roger, folks? He's in touch with the people. Just like I am, you can clearly see how the Republican establishment has no idea what the people are thinking and what the people desire. They're only thinking about themselves, and they're learning the hard way. They're completely out of touch. The great Roger Stone, thank you so much. We'll be right back. We're waiting to hear from Marjorie Taylor Greene as well. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the Internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds, both the regular shows, the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. Hey, everybody. Confused about...